That's your podcast intro for today. I spent 20 minutes looking at YouTube copyrights. I'm not going to risk it for this, you know? I'm going to have all my ducks in a row before we go crazy with everything. But what's up? I hope you're doing well. Uh, the podcast is kind of back now. We're going to do these again, um, and it's going to be a little different. We get a slightly new format. We're going to, you know, play some music during the podcast, especially with all the Zoom stuff going on. We can play music in the Zoom. You can listen to it on the podcast with some live commentary. So that kind of makes it more fun. We tested the waters out today with my friends in The Most. This is a podcast I did with uh, The Most two days ago. They're a band from Connecticut, and they are awesome. Art rock, math rock, post-punk, angular, alternative, whatever you want to call them. I think you could really dig this band. If you're a fan of stuff that you know, I usually put out on Choke Artist, they're, they're one of my favorite bands. The first time I'd seen them was in Montreal, and I didn't realize they were from... America until about halfway through their set and they were sick then and they're still sick now their first album their first LP came out in 2016 and this new album of what we have comes out this Friday you can uh you can listen to it on Bandcamp on Friday on streaming platforms you can pre-order vinyl from Choke Artist there is vinyl up there if you like that stuff either way give it a spin I think you'll really dig it all right so hope you like the episode one note we did about an hour, and then we ended the recording, and we just hung out for another 40 minutes. So then at the tail end of that, we were getting into some interesting stuff. So it ends, the podcast, and then we pick it back up, but I recorded another 15 minutes, and that's where it gets nice and juicy. Uh, yeah, so I hope you dig it. Uh, I don't want to be a big things coming soon, guys, so I'm going to just I'm gonna just shut my mouth. It's 12.30 in the morning. I have work tomorrow. So yeah, um, we're going to do more of these podcasts. I hope you like it. Uh, I hope you like the most because I do. And if you don't, what's your problem? All right, the most is here. Most of howdy. What's, what's up? up? Yeah. Yo. Yo. What's up? Yeah, nothing. I don't know, we were all just talking for like 15 minutes. So. <laughs> yeah. We got everyone logged in. We got it all worked out, and we're here to we're here to talk shop and really get to the bottom of things cool. today. Yeah. Hey, let's oh, yeah. I will say up. it's good to see all of you. Yeah, you too. Like, yeah, sure, absolutely. I haven't like seen a lot of people, honestly. Yeah, definitely yeah. not. A big part that used to be our lives called music. We're all smiling too. It's nice to see. Some yeah, I'm a little, it's nice I'm, to see this many faces that I know. Yeah, there's <laughs> one right there. It's it's a big week. Yeah, 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 yeah. It is a big week. I will say. I, I'm excited as a fan of the band. I'm like I'm excited for this, and thanks, I'm like, Joe. very happy to be a part of it too. Thanks for everything yeah. you're doing. We're happy that you're a part of it. Yeah. Yeah. So it's if good you, to have friends helping friends. Hell yeah. Uh, if you're listening uh, of what we have by the most. Yeah, and we're grateful. Mike is glitching out so bad. Dude, Mike, turn off your camera, dude. Turn off your camera. It's good, it's, good, it's good comedic relief, though. <laughs> and our first song we wrote. <laughs> no, but this is your first album in four years. It's coming out on the ninth. So. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, what is happening to Mike? Mike, you're glitching out, man. Yeah, we're pretty excited. These songs we've been playing for like years now. I mean, when we've been playing with you, Joe, over the years, I feel like you know the whole record at this point, pretty much. But there's still like a track on there that we've never even played live. Maybe two tracks we haven't even played live. So it spans like 
that whole four years, it feels like four years worth of like change within one record. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think a large part of our intention for this record was to workshop a lot of these songs live and like to see them change as we play them in front of people and kind of, um, it, it's interesting because most of the stuff we've been playing a lot and then it's like, it, like 90% of the record is stuff that we played extensively live over the past three years. And then there's two songs that we literally wrote, finished writing in the studio. Yeah. It's nice when stuff comes together last minute and it like everything works out. You know? yeah. yeah. And this was definitely like, I think more so than anything, like these, these songs kind of maybe taught us like we, our intention maybe at first was that we wanted to write more songs and do another record, but um, you know, they kind of like showed us just like how much better it felt for us to, to play them live and like how they were received live and like <clears throat> how we kind of like felt about um, like a, a more live interpretation of the songs than like going out and like mapping it out in the studio, like track by track and having it all like metronomically, like, you know, all stitched together and everything. And it, it just like, kind of like everybody kind of unanimously agreed, like this is better live than it would be in, in any, we actually did have the record recorded like to a click and shit and like just scrapped the whole thing and, and did it over. Yeah. It's sad. Um, it's not that well. It could be that kind of bit. Like, was that once your last LP? Was that done to a click and like track separate? Yeah, everything yeah, was yeah. everything. Everything was mapped to like this many measures and this time signature to to this tempo, and this is going to be the new tempo when it changes. And the click changed in the in the the scratch tracks. Where when when we tried to do it with this album, it was like, okay, this is just not this is not happening. Like there's no way that this is happening. Yeah. Um, but it turns out that the, that the way that it, it, that the song sounded when we played it live, as opposed to playing it, you know, one person recording at a time kind of vibe, they sounded better. The song sounded better live than they did, you know, one person at a time. And that, that the only way we really, knew that that intimately was by doing it both ways you know yeah so, doing it live also track do it live yes so t tell me more about i guess recording it the first time and you, you i guess you just realized partially in there like this isn't the vibe for these songs well yeah we were um was at this house that like at some point or another like everyone kind of lived there whether they actually were like living there or whether they were just staying there for like long periods of time um but they had this giant like a-frame wooden attic that was like converted partially into a studio by our our friend and and almost exclusive engineer james um and you know we we we're up there in like the heat of the summer fucking like giving almost giving ourselves heat stroke and shit like just yeah, we, we went through and, and recorded uh, scratches like with with Adam and, and then went and recorded over it and, and we had it wasn't a thing of like getting bad takes or anything like that. Like it sounded good, like it sounded right, but it just didn't sound like like how we the songs like sound, you know what I mean? Like it was like not really what we are hitting at when we're like playing together and and, and like rolling through these complicated pass not just complicated passages, but these passages of the songs like together as a, as a unit, it just like flowed totally differently than it did when it was like mapped out and, and kind of like done 
lined up and everything, you know? <clears throat> there is a take. Um, there is a take from those sessions that made it onto the album, and it's the third track. It's uh, Connor's solo track. Yeah. Yeah. That, could, that acoustic With guitar. With the quartet, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, gotcha. the tempos line up. It's like, why not, I guess? But I think it's interesting because most bands, one, most bands wouldn't, into recording being like, we have to scrap this. Like, I feel like at least most of the groups I played in, like once it started and it's partially, I guess, cause like there's usually like a big investment with recording and like everyone mm -hmm. creates these deadlines that don't matter. Like ultimately I always say like the album's out forever, get it right. Yeah. Or live yeah. with it. Yeah, agree, <laughs> definitely. That's, that's the yeah. trade off. Like hate yourself forever, <clears throat> but it's not how you want it. Or, you know, take a step yeah. back and real, I give you guys a lot of credit for all like being like, this isn't the move, you know? Well, wasn't, wasn't an easy thing to like, I think like admit to ourselves, like we have this record that like so many parts are done for and everything to kind of like look at that and like a week's worth of exhausting work and be like, well, that wasn't gonna, that's not gonna really be anything. You know what I mean? Like it's not, it's not like an easy thing to come to terms with, but like looking back now, whatever, like almost two years after that, over two years after that, I think like, I'm so glad that we that we did wait and that we did exactly what we did because like the record sounds like how we wanted it to sound I think more or less obviously it's tough to like put out any product and think to yourself like that's perfect that's how I exactly imagined it but I think like we got pretty close to how like seven people agreed on it you know what I mean like yeah. <laughs> right. it's, it's, it's interesting too because we've really changed as a as a we've really changed as a band but i mean we started as a recording project it was yeah. like never supposed to be a live thing it was just something that we went into a studio because james was going to school at unh and needed musicians to come in and do a session for him to record and you know it just like kind of snowballed into this thing where we were playing these songs that we never thought we would really play live live really well and we the live thing felt way different than the way we were sounding on recordings and it's just it's like on our ep important things yeah and and, yeah. and it's just it, it, the, the live thing clicked and it was a cool thing that we had going live and i think that we really embraced that and really just gotten better and to a point where we can really make it happen and make that sound good you know without having to go and track it piece by piece sure that's the other thing with live recording is you need to have the chops and like the the chemistry right. to, yeah the chemistry really came off of yeah. a two-week tour so it was like already under our fingers as if it was just another show so like we've got a lot done in one sitting as if it's like a show you know what i mean like totally was so. it all was it like drums bass guitars and then horns separate Drum, yeah, yeah drums yeah. bass guitars were live and then uh horns were were layered on top everything else was layered on top yeah in one day two or two days a bald did. eagle flew by like right yeah. as we showed up <laughs> <laughs> magic yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was awesome and one like, time one time like five years ago there was a tornado in the in the field across the street so that's pretty wow. cool <laughs> yeah <laughs> more symbology yeah our cult happenings <laughs> the record is um it's very cool and it is different and it, i think that's needed for what you guys were doing, like to take a risk or a step in a somewhat different direction, I think is like very important. Um, and it, like, I, I definitely appreci appreciate what you guys did with like the music, I guess. Um, I feel like it's easy to just kind of be in a box forever as like a certain thing. And like, I think like At Once is still 
Sick. I have the I have the little flag poster thing on my wall. Oh wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like the record rules, but like this one is like equally as good and different and like more relevant to, <coughs> to, now, to now, I think. Because you put out if you put out at once now, it'd still be good, but Thanks. Uh, music yeah. changes a lot. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> have your have your influences uh kind of dis like changed, I guess, over time, like in the past about four or five years? Uh, yeah, I, think I would say so. But like, for honestly, there is a route at least where like, for like Connor and I at least when we're like getting you know the ideas and the seeds out there at least like, there's bands like Junior Bob or like Zona Mexicana and certain bands that are like way low key that were like oh there's this whole sound world they're presenting, and I think it's like I don't know trying to find your own sense of like, um, like just organicness or something um so but that goes along with us playing more as a band in general too it's like just yeah general like maturation of risk taking and stuff dude talking about influences like i remember when i first heard of invalids i was in college that was like right before the most was coming out and like anuia like blew me away you know and you know it's cool that it it's cool, I think, not to see your influences necessarily change, but to to be amongst people who influenced you in a professional way and how that changes even the way that they influence you. Like, it's fantastic to be sitting here with yeah. somebody that plays and like, chatting about music. Yeah, we've you know? played a lot more with our friends now at this point that, like, it's almost as if, you know, like your collection of the people you surround yourself with or whatever. So it's like just playing and seeing your friends play live. You're like you turn into this like conglomerate. Yeah, it's like and therefore, therefore your your circle of influence too gets bigger because it's like we you play with people that like you know okay so like I like invalids and I play a show with someone and like they like invalids and they're like oh you like invalids you should check out like this band or whatever and then I like that band and then I'm meeting people that like that band and they're recommending it uh, you know what I mean like your your circle kind of grows like through ultra, doing that through through meeting people ultra there. Business, dude. Ultra yeah, business. ultra business dude right. <laughs> Yeah, dude, the, the mergers, dude, the acquisitions, yeah. Chris LLC Incorporated. <laughs> oh, fuck. I got, a, I got an email once and someone was like, tell me more about your business plan. Like, I need to know I'm going to school for business. And I was like, yo, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing, honestly. Like, <laughs> That's so funny. But uh, I, to your point, Sean, like, thank you for, like, the nice things. And, like, I, I'm – in the band obviously but like you know it's pete's baby so like i remember where i was when i first heard invalids and i wasn't in the band and i was like right this is cool you know like so right. i never thought y'all would be live but like, i, I, you I bet you that yeah, i never thought you guys would be live the invalids for sure yeah you know? i, I, I bet you myself in the basement it's <laughs> <laughs> totally changed your influence over the years too you know what i mean because like once you once you like once you're influenced by something and then you're also making stuff that's on that level, like the whole thing changes, you know what I mean? Like it. Yeah. It's not so much like listening to like, I mean, obviously influences change, but like, it's almost like you're trying to make music to like, I don't know, get your connection deeper with people rather than like trying to emulate a different sound. But uh, I've been listening to a lot of tech life and DJ Rashad recently uh and blaze foley so i'm all over the place yeah totally i I, most of us are probably a mixed bag with uh what we like 
Oh, but yeah. I, I think what's important is to constantly stay inspired and like just surrounding yourself with people that are like doing something unique and like good at it. it that always helps. Like, yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. I've been sure. a lot lately. <laughs> Nick came with me for the first time today. Like, it's crazy how that influences the way. I had a lot of fun. It was sick. Too, you know? Were you riding your bike, you said? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like, I, I rode an hour every day all summer. It kept me sane. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. I, I got like a little fold-up bike. Most dude, we just got same, chased dude. by turkey, same. guys. We got chased by turkey. That's why we're late right now. It's actually true. Yeah. It's like four and a half foot tall turkey just like was like, and then literally was like, you know, like in Jurassic Park, like they're looking in the rearview mirror and the the T-Rex is like, ah. literally it's running at us and we're like, oh shit, it's running. And then, no, oh God, it's actually. For like a like hundred yards, this thing chased us down. <laughs> it wanted blood. Wow. Like, hop on bike. There was a good old fashioned turkey chase. Like, yeah. like the ones you hear about. Yeah. <laughs> we were chased by a wild turkey. The ones you hear about. <laughs> <laughs> well, stand He's a menace, dude. He lives yeah, on my street. street. They do. <laughs> you have like a neighbor, a neighborhood turkey? Yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> he sleeps in his yard. I wake up at like six o'clock every morning. I, I, and there's, he's just in a different person's yard, like behind her. <laughs> and then he'll like challenge cars. He'll stand in the middle of the road and like challenge cars. And nobody's hit him yet. This turkey plays chicken with the cars, dude. <laughs> turkey playing chicken. Dude, what's his name? He's got to have a name if he's constantly around. Totally got a name. Gil. Gilbert. <laughs> Gilbert? His name is Gilbert the turkey. Damn. Gil, Gil is kind of a dick. But yeah, oh Gil, dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> are you guys are all back in Connecticut now, right? From I'm, uh, Matt's uh, still in New York. I'm in, I'm in New York too. I live in Queens. Oh, okay. I'm in Boston, but don't if you tell that to anyone in Boston, I'm from Medford right now. Word, dude. Yeah. That's not Boston. <laughs> <laughs> I, I live in New Haven. I live in West Haven with Mike. Uh, and yeah, it's been it's been it's been good. Yeah, yeah. I'm up in West Hartford, Middle of Connecticut. We actually haven't seen Connor in a long. I haven't seen Connor in a long time. Yeah, this is like yeah. March. Yeah. Well, since gonna, we're, we're all gonna be we're all gonna be together next weekend. We're gonna be doing some live streaming on yeah, yeah. Friday. The plug. Connor, were you uh, were you on tour? Like, it was when we played uh, those like Delta Sleep shows. I remember we were talking in in Boston about it, or maybe it wasn't Boston. Maybe it was Brighton. I don't know how that. Dude, shows, but, I I I actually need to write. A, I need I need to write a country song about how this crazy like country tour like ruined my life, man. And like, yo like, guys, before you go, I got I actually have to hop off of this. So, okay, I can't can't stay so mike we love you good dude. to see you guys you, yeah yeah no, thanks right, for having right. us on we'll cross joe again of course yeah i baked you a cake definitely yeah later man peace later, mike. man later mike i can't I... <laughs> i'll see you guys on friday <laughs> okay, yeah, that, that sounds good bye peace, right. peace, peace man oh, no. um but yeah so the the short answer is no pretty much like i i was gonna go on this big tour with this girl for like whatever like 10 months or something and we all got actually like a a, a couple other a, a mutual friend of all of ours this bass player named gianni which shout out gianni and hmo4 um 
No, but like he, we were just strung along for like, for like months and months and months this tour was going to start. And like, we were like told that we were getting all this back pay for all these dates that were like supposed to happen. And then it was all just like this big sham, dude. Like some dude just lied. So like, yeah, it was kind of great. I kind of like, I kind of was like set behind by like a full year, like in terms of like my living situation and like finances and shit. It was kind of crazy, dude. But like, it sucks. Yeah, it, does, like it a did. Documentary about that almost. It did. <laughs> <laughs> it did really suck, but you know, life goes on. So. Yeah, yeah. It's hard. Easy. It's hard. Whenever someone comes to me with too much opportunity, I'm like, I don't believe you. <laughs> well, the the funniest thing was that it was it was actually like it was given to me. the The gig was handed off to me through the, um this me and Nick's old guitar. Me and Nick studied guitar with the same woman in our town. This like local guitar like wizard named Susan Mazer. Shout out to her. Um, but. Mazur. Yeah, she um, she like passed off this gig to me, and she didn't she didn't really know the nature. It was like through someone that she knew. It was a whole like totally not her fault at all or anything. But like you know, it just was like so many so many people in this line of like passing this gig here and there, and like the gig was weird. Like even from what the people who were offering the gig, what they knew about it was like kind of sketchy. So it was just like a really weird, a really weird situation, and and I don't fully know how it turned out because I just at a certain point in time I was like, yo, I can't wait anymore, and I I got off of sure. it, you know. Yeah, well, I remember you saying to me, like, you were going around and playing in schools, like, that yeah, was the it was, gig? Yeah, it was supposed to be, like, 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 if you ever had, like, an assembly in middle school or something, and some group came and, like, did some, it was, like, an anti-bullying campaign or something, but it also had something to do with, like, like, leukemia or something, like, I don't know, it, it, it was, like, very, it was very, uh, I don't remember the name of the disease, but it was, like, an anti-bullying campaign and, like, some, like, campaign to raise awareness for some disease and like I, I don't know i mean it ended up being like this fraudulent scam anyway so i don't even know what it was really about to begin with <laughs> yeah yeah um it happens that's part of i guess yeah. like gig gig economy is sometimes it's definitely yeah you you gotta have that like that white whale of a gig that just gets away from you because it's too good to be true and yeah. it really was that so. <laughs> getting hat, getting shook I tell you people it's harder than it looks. It's a long way <laughs> to the top. <laughs> yeah, dude. I... <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. Do, um, because I know you guys are involved with other stuff musically. Like, is that more, some some of you are uh, jazzers, I would say. Like, have, have more roots in jazz. It's prevalent in the music, obviously. And that's what makes the band, like, so special to me is, like, there's more than just like open tuning emo chords or it's like a big four chord, like kind of whatever. Right, but, um, yeah. I didn't know you guys, you two had the same um, guitar teacher. That's, that's really sweet. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. She's, she's like just an incredible musician. She's, she's awesome. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think Connor had her a bit longer, but yeah. Yeah. What are, what are some other musical things you're up to? uh wow there's so much um there's hmo4 uh that connor's doing i'm not involved in it but uh it's very <laughs> exciting i'll take any moment to hype it up what is this this is the three piece crazy math band with yeah, actually the with the drummer of uh queen moo uh this, this guy nick charlton yeah really good drummer um yeah that's a, that's a fun project um i played this other band too called wreath from from brooklyn uh, with this guy, this bassist Dylan DeBiazzi, who is really like a really gifted songwriter. Um, and I mean, nothing for the past 
<laughs> six months. Yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's a good point. Any shows? Yeah. Plug your gigs. Yeah, but I, I am about to drop a solo record through a project called Kilometers, which is exciting. Um, yeah, I, uh, at, some, uh, at some point in time. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, Sean played on that record, and sort of Nick through in some weird way. I just did um, a quarantine thing with Tyler Perkins of Extrovert and Champagne Colored Cars, um, Nick Strader, and Ben Deerberg. Ben, are- ben Rules, New Brunswick, baby. Yeah. Awesome, dude. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, that was really cool. It's called Kin. Um, we put out some tapes pretty recently. It was just like four songs. They're all like less than a minute and a half, but it was cool. It was, it was really I- cool. Yeah, I, I was stoked just to, you know, work with some people that I, I don't usually work with. I mean, we've all known each other for, like, our whole lives. So, I mean, I, I don't know. I And I haven't – I didn't go to jazz school. So, I end up playing with these guys a lot. Yeah, You know, it's – it's I'm not – I don't have as many outlets. So, it was really nice to, you know, play with people that I had never even met before. And uh, I was really stoked with the way that came out. And then it was great to play with Connor on, on his stuff and – yeah, Adam's got some stuff Mega. going on. Yeah, Mega. Mega. Yeah, I play. I play in a group from New Haven called. Uh, we call ourselves Mega, and that's me and Gianni, this this uh, elusive bass player we're talking this about. Elusive fellow. Yeah. <laughs> um, me and him, we're roommates. So uh, I I play in a band with with him and Mike. It plays saxophone in it. Um, we have a friend plays keyboard trumpet. We have just got a guitar player, and we have a. We're going to record a record in uh, December. Uh, but we, but I've been grinding with them all summer, hashing out tunes and um, trying to make us sounds. It's a very different uh, band than I'm used than like I'm used to really honing in on. Like it, there's a there's a big improvisational element to it, um, and and it's tough to get that sounding clean every time, you know, for, for, between everybody. So um, yeah. we're working on that. Uh, I just released a solo track last month i i got ableton over um over this this time because i i live in like a a second like a two-story two-family house so i've been like pretty just up here in my room trying to figure out something to do with music that's the nice thing about the you know not a lot happening it's like everyone can kind of just yeah and and i was furloughed in in may for my job so i had a whole lot of nothing going on so i kind of sat down with ableton and just sort of learned it try to figure it out and uh i came up with something i like uh, that i liked and i just sort of put it on Bandcamp. i did you know it's it's very like low um i'm not i'm not really like trying to hype myself up or anything like about about it but but i i, I like just releasing stuff under my own name that i think is, is cool you know so that's i don't know if i'll ever play live i don't know if i'll ever do anything with it but it's it's cathartic just to really it is put things out. oh man it's really is just to make make shit man just making shit during this yeah. time that's what it's all about you know yeah <laughs> Me and Adam used to be well had a instrumental metal band with our said producer James. Adam played guitar and our James played drums. Yeah. For a long I used time. To, I used to play guitar a lot uh, before I was in the most. Um, I played guitar in this like post hardcore band from Boston called Native Wildlife for a few years. Oh no way! Cool. Yeah, we went. We went. Um, we did a bunch of touring and we really sent it that was like the first band i really like sent sent it on doing things with um 
but yeah, that that was fun for for the, for the time. And then our drummer moved to Austin, Texas, so we we had to slow down. But but I, 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 it, I, I, I yeah. <laughs> thanks. Yeah, me and Sean were in like this. We were in like this weird instrumental metal band that was called Heist until we were sued for being called Heist. <laughs> <laughs> This cover band, it was like a wedding band from LA, had the name The Heist trademarked, and they came it's, after us, deleted our band camp, and deleted our Facebook. They, and, they, they sent the dogs after us. They went, they came for us. Wow. And, uh, how, did so, get, how did they get in touch with you? Facebook. Over, yeah, over Facebook. Op, yeah, openly over Facebook. Um, and they were like, like I, I had, we have a, a, a friend we went to high school with who's a lawyer, or who, who's, you know, who's practically a lawyer at this point, and, uh, he he like commented on my post and was like hey they, they can't really like sue you over a band name like that's not really copyrighted material you know you can't really do that and I, but all the the shit that they were willing to go through all the hoops they were willing to to jump through to make, to to get us was just like okay we don't need scary. this energy we don't need this energy we got <laughs> how hard it is to come up with a band name too yeah. Like, I, I don't know. I think everyone can empathize with that. Yeah, there's like, a Scandinavian most that, like, is like a mod band, you know, like yeah. mod. <laughs> Yo, that's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> is, uh, is intellectual property even real? It's just fucking words. Like, chill. Yeah. Uh, nothing. <laughs> really like that. Is it's, that what they say now? It's funny because I, 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 read, I read a lot of, I read a lot. I'm reading uh, this Brandon Sanderson book series right now. He's really great. Uh, it's thick, you know fiction That's and fantasy stuff, but it's great it's a great series but at one point um this character starts talking about what human beings value most as a trait in others and he he his hypothesis is that human beings value novelty above all other things doesn't matter if you're really the first to do something or if you're inventive or if you're um if, if it's the best thing in the world all that matters is that you've published it first and that it's novel at the time. That's what we celebrate more than anything else as as a species. And as a band, I think that to come full circle back to our record, I think that's a great segue. Um, yeah, you're right, it is a very different record. There's times, especially now since we're not playing most stuff all the time, it's like, yeah, earlier into COVID, I'm like just learning Beatles songs or whatever, playing chord melody shit, trying to figure different tunes out. Uh, you know, getting back to that kind of stuff. And then I play most song and I'm like, whoa, what? Yeah. <laughs> what is going on? Yeah. So it's almost in like, after playing um, with our friend Spiller, uh, we did a few dates th this time last year where like um, a couple of the guys from Spiller filled in on bass and drums until Sean and Adam could come out. And it was interesting like conveying, because it's not like, you know, like, okay, there's these measures and A and whatever it's almost like more like sculptural or something. And that's what I think even more now with the new songs, it's like, it's, that's why kind of, it's like, it, we think it's more of like this art rock thing we're doing rather than a straightforward math rock thing. Dude, math, math rock stocks are. Yeah. I just said the word. I said the word. I said, I said the word. Everyone leave me alone. Yeah. My favorite math rock trope is people write half a riff. And they'll play it twice, but it's like five notes. Like it's five. Yeah. Notes. 
But you wrote half a riff, you played it twice. I'm not right, right, right. What are you what are you doing? That's the formula, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's you know, people are allowed to make and like what they want, but I'm just sure. I'll never hate on people making stuff, but yeah, I know. Hopefully um, they will, but it's okay. They <laughs> <laughs> gotta stop it. The There's enough stuff. I'm the bullied ska kid, so anytime I go somewhere, I'm like, yeah, what's your oh, oh wow. What do you have to <laughs> Talk about how Streetlight Manifesto is like the sickest band ever. Yeah, yeah they roll. They roll. We're from yeah, CT, roll. so yeah. we definitely have that ska appreciation amongst us for sure. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> Take me back to the But like, that's my favorite thing in the world. Oh, you got horns? <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, yeah, ska, right? Yeah. Oh, you guys have brass in your band? Which, for the <laughs> record, here, I'm saying it now, guys. We do not have brass in the band. And they are woodwinds, but thank you. Sometimes there is brass always, on the roof. It's always brass. In the, in the, in, whenever anybody writes anything about the band, it's like the, the searing brass. It's like, where, man? Like the, <laughs> no, two Nathan, do you play Barry sometimes? Oh. No, I play, I play keys. Nathan is our piano player. Oh, fuck. Yeah. But you guys have two horn players, and then keys, I guess... You did you track with guitars and bass and all of them? No, so actually I tracked fairly recently compared to all of them. So I think most of that stuff was done for for a good 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 chunk of time. Then I tracked in January of this year, basically right before quarantine happened. Um, yeah, I know, yeah. Um, Nick, I know in the the quote you gave uh, Brooklyn Vegan, uh, you were saying. Oh yeah, I kind of I kind of. Uh, so what happened is we were hanging out yesterday, and uh, I had this we took a voice memo of us talking about the the song yeah and i i kind of like summarized it in my own okay yeah yeah but one one thing interesting and this will this will go up thursday and that article's getting posted tuesday so okay the the article that went up um i i think it is interesting that you guys tried to i guess find more space in the music um because it's very easy to fall into wall of sound like yes more harmonies layer everything like and I, I think everything was laid out tastefully, like in a more tasteful way this time. Was that, It was a conscious decision, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it, it's always difficult to uh, find the perfect mix of seven people at once. Yeah. Well, it's funny because... Uh, we we definitely try, try to get it, get, it, get it good together. Right. We, we play that song four-piece a lot because we, we do a lot of four-piece touring. And Nick plays all the parts. He plays... Because like that intro part, the piano part, and stuff, and then right. when when we have Nate with us, it's like the song they pick up different parts. That's why exactly. you'll catch me. I'll be sloppy if I'm not because I'm like, oh, I gotta hit that part. And I'm like, <laughs> like, so it's more, um, yeah, that track in specific reintroduction is like definitely more one of the. I think it was like the we toured it like through like so many times, so it like held different subtleties and things. Um, and it was definitely one of those things where, like, on guitar, it was th- I was thinking, like, you know what? The intro, it'll start with Nate instead. It starts with keys. Yeah. And just doing things like that instead of it being constantly guitar. You know what I mean? Because uh, I think that's the thing a lot of people fall into is, like, arranging, and it just turns in. I love the guitar, obviously, but um, <laughs> I don't know. It'd be cool to, you know, be more spatially aware of that. So I think that's our that's more of the effort in this record, too. Yeah, so. not just based off this one starts with the riff and then go from there, but like you know, less songwriting, yeah. different voicings and stuff. It, it, right, and hockeying, hockeying if we can, like, and I think newer most because this is the thing too I was gonna mention. Did talking you say hockeying? 
Yeah, I did. I said it. I said it. What is? Yeah. It? I don't know what that is. Uh, that'd be like so. You have one line, but then it goes like between different instruments. So there's like new tracks, especially. I was gonna say like there's already a new most record that's pretty much out in the ether between all of us. That's ready to go, which is exciting. Um, yeah, we've been, uh, we've, be we've, like, been, we've been sending each other recordings. Yeah. And and trying yeah. to work on new material in this time. Yeah. And like hockeying would be like instead of the guitar taking the whole line, it's like, boom, it's like sax guitar guitar sax like, yeah. Yeah. and you're hockeying, you're taking the same line. Um, Dirty Projectors vocal hockeying, that's classic. Palm hockeying, classic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Stravinsky yeah. hockeying. Stravinsky. <laughs> <laughs> when um, so for the songwriting process, is it does it kind of all start on guitar with vocals and then like kind of shape it to how you want it? That's been like, um, a, I guess like a pretty common like majority of the songs are like, it's kind of like some kind of like skeleton will be laid out like it's it's been so far on on first songs on records and stuff it's been uh me nick and and sean has contributed a few songs over the years a couple songs on at once patterns one and two and a, a song on uh important things a hundred which is arguably our mathiest song to date i think honestly. <laughs> like the, the the technically like mathiest song um but yeah it'll be like you know like if even if not like an entire song maybe just like a really a really strong like idea for like the main part of a song at least and like that will kind of get like jammed on and then there would be like maybe we kind of like get together as a group and and i feel like that that process is like we 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 learn that skeleton of the song and then each one of us kind of like brings up ideas to like employ different musical techniques like oh maybe we could like you know kind of like it do think of like this passage and and i i it's it's tough to explain i guess but like yeah kind of let's just like bravado here or let's hit this section let's this make many this times. section longer yeah, yeah. This feels right good. or like let's bring this up let's bring this up like a half step and then bring it back down or something like just like little little like bag of tricks for like flushing out a song pretty much that'll you know? change even like like this record especially it shows that whole like on the road like these songs we were playing so much already to the point that it's like in the studio there were still even nuances that we did on the record that were we've never done before yeah you know uh, yeah it um it doesn't New sound ones. like a guitar based band i'll say like it doesn't sound like that's cool like that's cool that's good because like, i think you're thinking more like textures like you're saying but like chords too like getting get it getting off on chords but like being stoked <laughs> about like a cool progression and be like this will sound sick with the right instrumentation on it Right. Thanks. I think Connor and I, like, I don't know, overall our music shit is like, Connor and I get very bored with certain shit when we're writing. So it's like, I think using crazy different harmonies that have similar, maybe the bass line is more, like the root is poppier or something. And then like putting, like we do like, like sharp nines with the fifth and the bass kind of like that kind of stuff as a good passing chord. There's a certain most sound world out there, I think. Yeah, um, a, lot of, a lot of minor seven flat five chords not used as the two um no but like <laughs> um we we, we i think we all share like this kind of like as soon as as soon as like we're jamming on something and like it starts to get that like we could predict what's going to come next we're like all right that's where i should change like there should be something right. something new and exciting that isn't like exactly what we think and then like that that also like because we do that so frequently 
then sometimes it's nice, like on a song like First Frost, like that just stays in that groove for like so long. And like, yeah, that's what I was going to say. Can't get enough of that groove. You know what I mean? A lot of it, right. A a lot of it for me is like just what what you're feeling, like what, what feels right in the song. Like, it's not even so much like, oh, the symmetrics of like, oh, this needs to happen four times or this needs to happen eight times. It's like sometimes that's not what feels good for the riff or the or the time that yeah you're doing. dude and like you know? it's like like go go listen to the beatles they have weird shit like that all the time or something yeah. happened like five think, times you're right right I, I think that as a band i i can confidently say that the beatles are our most common giant influence i think that every single one of us is a massive beatles fan sarah malos like, obsessive beatles fan. <laughs> <laughs> like, the beatles sarah malos dude yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh I've never God. listened to the Beatles. I know like four songs. Yeah, check them out, oh, man. Yeah, they're they're pretty good, dude. Yeah, they're, <laughs> I've, I've heard they put them. out a tape. <laughs> yeah, the name keeps getting passed around. <laughs> yeah, that first that first Frost groove is like you can't get enough of it, kinda. And like the mute, it calls for like kind of being the skeleton of the song, sets it up, and then when it breaks into the the straight, like ah. Uh, Right, that's that song was like a a a a a a a in ten, and then a a a. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, uh, yeah. I think, yeah, we're all trying to get groovier. I think it's too yeah. the newer whatever the next most record is that's gonna happen will probably be like simpler in certain respects. The shape um, groove to come, dude. Yeah, it'll be. Yeah, <laughs> we're trying to entrance people. Many, yeah, dude. We want we want ideas firing off in the lobes of whoever's listening to our music, dude. Oh yeah, lobes. <laughs> we're, we're, we want to get up in the lobes. We want to get up in the frontal lobes. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> we want to free the people of their ailments. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to the most and become free. free yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, most people will enjoy. It could it could be straightforward and still be great, you know. Like, oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's kind of the thing I've been realizing. Like what I was mentioning, like going and playing regular music for a sec, like just I don't know, Crosby, Stills, Nash, Young, and whatever Animal Collective, and then trying to figure out weird songs on guitar. Coming back, we, we, we to play it. regular music, dude. Come on. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> no, we do, we do. It's just music. I mean, that's the thing for me. I'm like a huge like sound art noise kind of. Imper- I like that world, so I'm always like. I'm definitely down to make it weirder, like, <laughs> you know. But Carl's good too. We'll go on. Okay. It's a balance. I have a I have a track queued up. You want to listen to um, my old run? Oh, sure. Yeah, I was listening to that last night. <laughs> I think I think I could play it in the chat, and it will play on the podcast. So what what I was saying nice. before is like this song is. It goes really hard and like. Yeah, what do you think about this song, Joe? Like it's Connor dense. and I were like, it's dead. We wrote this together too. This was one where yeah, we. Yeah, this is one of one of two most songs. The other one being, um, and they did go by from way back on important things. Those two songs were like kind of the only songs that we, like, came together to construct that initial skeleton of the song. And it's funny how like they kind of, like, similar things kind of happened when like in both of those songs we put our ideas kind of like together like this and some. Some similar things, so like similar songwriting techniques kind of like came out in that like we kind of like trade back and forth between like the like the Nick portion of the idea and the counter portion of the idea like in this very like 
It kind of reminds me, Nick, of like when you would cut up those pictures and like overlay them on each oh, other. Oh yeah, like, collaging. That's yeah, another collaging. Good. Yeah, I mean, it Trinsky. really is. It's it's, it's collaging. collaging. It, it really is. Yeah, but um, it's funny how that kind of happened with both of these songs, particularly like towards the towards the end of the songs. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, so, so it was hard though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, this one is, uh, yeah, it, I would say, I don't want to say it's a hard song, but I like the song. It's like, it, it's like where you go, it's the first turn of the record. And I, I think like the pacing of the record is really good too. Like that once you're in, you just get like wailed with like some heavy hitter track. <laughs> it's but, a lot, dude. Yeah. It's, 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 the, it's yeah. the most, dude. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to play it. Let me know if you could hear, I guess the thumbs up if you can hear it. Yeah. So this is the, it opens on the Nick. This is the, the the Nick portion. One of the Nick portions. And this little rhythm in the background thing is one of those things where I was like doing a weird maps analysis thing. And Adam's like, what even, what is that? I'm like, I don't really know. And we figured out what it actually is. Like. <laughs> Some isometric, isometric the guitar tone is kind of warbly like on those like comping higher chords it's nice uh connor's got an rt20 an, an rt yeah rt rt20 with uh also something else a chorus oh, with just a chorus the super and chorus. i have like a chorus going into a tremolo i think they're like a low delay maybe that's the and same. The vocals are through those same pedals as well. Yeah. The sus chord, classic most chord, sus. A over B, dude. Yeah, 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 yeah. Adam, did you lay down tambourine on this too? I did. Oh yeah. Later. <laughs> this is the counterpart. <laughs> counterpart. Yeah, this is the counterpart. <clears throat> we generally like sing our own parts. You know, like, yeah. not a whole lot of overlay, but there's some. I think something that Connor and I have been talking a lot as far as like odd meter goes and shit. So this part's like in 11, but you kind of feel it in a floatier. In a three. Like a three with the long, a long three. Three, yeah. All you know just dancing I mean? all latent and shit like <laughs> <laughs> Do you see what I mean dude? <laughs> yeah yo don't you see it? <laughs> so instead of instead of thinking constantly like what 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 like you're like one, two, three, one, you know <laughs> And that's actually straight five right there and now back into eleven. That's turning into a counter thing, I guess. Play the thing but in five. Yeah. This is also like it was fucked playing this live. Dude, this Connor's song was like very hard. Going a hundred, a thousand million. Yeah. Uh, one time, I like my guitar went crazy and like got destroyed, and Adam, Adam's drum set. We were in Gainesville. It was. Just <laughs> <laughs> I might have been at fault. I don't know. <laughs> Matt's part right there. Yeah, Matt just came in and did that. I never heard that part before he recorded it. <laughs> yeah, the that's all the whole half diminished like minor seven flat five shit. Back to the Nick part. There's the collaging. Yeah. So this was a call back to the Nick part from before, and then there's this isometric. 
that's the tag that comes back to right. link them. And this this was like a back to Connor. Then it comes back to the Connor Prime part because it's slower. Roboto Connor. And this references <laughs> um, reintroduction too. Oh, this is a self-referencing yeah, self harmony song. Too. It's the same <laughs> harmony as, as as the reintro, the end of reintro. Yeah, the the that bass. Oh, wait, mode yeah, you'll hear it. The... It's next time around. Right here. Yeah, like that area. So Connor started playing that 11 time and was like, oh shit, I'll just use these chords. That was so cool that Nick did, dude. Nick, how did you do that? <laughs> I was like, <laughs> was like, I have to write with these chords because Nick used them. I love your words here too, Connor. The lyrics are brutal. Thank you, dude. What's the song about? Dude, Sean's low in the mix. To, I got to scream. Right here. <laughs> Yeah, I, I have screamed <laughs> on every album so far. That's the most so trick. glad we got Sean <laughs> screaming low in the mix on it on the parts you do. This is actually that's kind of like an interesting question, Joe, because like we Nick and I like we don't write our lyrics like together or with any kind of like consideration for like the other person's like lyrics necessarily. Like we're not like, come of, like right. So so my my part of the lyrics are kind of about like feeling feeling like far away from from someone that I want to be close with and like like wondering how it is that that they're managing to do what they're doing like you know like just how, how they're like kind of like being strong and, and exploring like those themes and everything and then Nick if you I don't know if you want to share yeah with you. I think mine are I mean that's interesting you say that I think it's almost like maybe that but turn toward yourself a bit more because it's like uh it's the beginning's kind of like I'm thinking like why are people like harboring these weird mindsets when it's and it's like not, not their fault thing at the same time and then it's like wait i should just think about myself kind of then like i've been up for days in this state kind of thing where you're like maybe like dissociated or like distant from yourself even or something like that because of thoughts that aren't even necessarily like um i don't know they, they, it's like anxiety i guess kind of <laughs> like first person talking like going through it yeah sure yeah, yeah. and it's kind of funny how like we um for uh, At Once, right after At Once came out, we kind of like, as a band, went through like each song and, and kind of, I remember we did this, I think we might've been on some tour or something. We went through and kind of like looked at how the how the story that the record told through the lyrics, because we, there were three lyricists for that album. We had me, Nick and Sean all, all writing songs. And we kind of like placed the songs like together musically and, and kind of like, I wouldn't say no consideration, but it's like, we're, we're not like, the, the lyrics kind of like never determined a song's um, slot on the, on the, you know, on the, what would you call that? The order, I guess. Yeah. 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 So like we, 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 that never really was like a major consideration for us, but in looking back, like it almost kind of like it, it tells a cohesive story about like, kind of like time, time going by and, and like these themes of like, you know, you're, your hometown and your your friends from from there and and growing up and yeah we don't go through time time goes through us <laughs> something like that yeah I, but it, it like it made sense you know to go to go through the lyrics for that record that weren't really <laughs> with any kind of consideration for the order that they're in like it yeah i remember what you're talking about like that at once at once so, yeah like, yeah that was just hilarious because i remember like kind of you know hanging out with kind of be like and we were both realizing that, like, what? Like, because one of, like, word church is, like, weren't we just here? And then, like, 
Yeah, exactly, uh, exactly. And then yeah. five point is like, uh, we've back been back here before. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> like, exactly. Have we been here? Yeah, we've been here. <laughs> you know, like it, it like, kind of like makes sense. And, and it's funny because like we, we have these, like I know Nick and I have had these moments where like we're, we're working on a song or something or like even just like listening to our own like mixes or something and just like looking at each other and being like, is this like, is this something? Like, is this good? Like, what is, what's, what do we got going on here? Like, what, what are we, what are we looking at here? You know what I mean? So it's, it's kind of like, it's kind of nice that even um, like there, that song is another example. Like, I don't think we've ever actually ever really compared what our lyrics are about. Like, you know, I, I, like, really, kind of like, I mean, like we, we've been, we've lived together and we're been close, obviously. So it's almost like we have an empathy already going on. So, but yeah, I know it's, it's, I know for some people the words are like something you really shout out and stuff, but I mean, I know Connor writes, you write a lot, I write a lot, like randomly, and I don't know. Things yeah, just it just, ha- it just happens, seems to work out whenever we kind of like... But I don't think we've ever been fixated as a band on having lyrics or or, or any part having necessarily lyrics. I think they they just kind of go where they go. Like, you know, there's a large portion of our songs that are just instrumentals and then there, there'll be like one or two words suddenly or like a phrase or something. And then there's songs that are lyric heavy that are very like kind of verse chorus kind of things. But it's well, right, especially yeah. like on this record, there's like two just regular songs like they're just songs yeah. like they're not like mathy or anything. <laughs> just songs like, you know, like so it goes like, you know, like where it's like, I don't know if I was going to make that into a Mo song, but then it's like, yeah, it's a yeah. We can do that. And then, you know, we play live and Mike's got the flute and we're all like, hey. Nate gets on the guitar. Yeah, Yeah. Nate Nate is playing guitar on that song. Oh, I didn't know that. That rules. I'm actually not even on that song at all and at once. I'm just just not on it. Yeah, I'm not on on, uh, on this release, so it's funny. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's just like, but it's like, you know, we'll we'll play that song and, and I'll play on it or we'll play those songs and Nick will play on them like it. It kind of speaks to how it started as a recording collective. And uh, it's right. that just now it's a group of friends that also play live too. But right. Yeah. yeah. Whatever we, the music calls for. Yeah. Yeah. We've known each other forever. Like I've known Adam since preschool. That's yeah. awesome. I, I kind of grew up right around the corner from me. And yeah, we've, we've known each other for a long, long time. Yeah. Definitely more than just, we're, we're, we're just, you know, it's, we, we are just a, a big group of friends that play music and it just so happens that we've been able to, we've stuck, we got, we had a chance to come together with intention and it snowballed into something that's, that we can't control that, now. Yeah. And people seem to like, so that's <laughs> nice. Well. We can't oh, like, control <laughs> it's completely out of our control. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 the, the reception so far of the songs that are out has been very positive. So, that's always good. Yeah, it, ma- it makes the reception for the songs that about I've sort of cemented for me that we made the right call by going to you, Joe, for, oh, for to have. Yeah, thanks for. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. Right. I mean, um, we we took a while to figure out what we wanted, like how we wanted to release it, like release it the way we wanted to do it, and then put some feelers out for other things, other places we could have released it, but I'm glad we stuck with you because it's been like, for sure. Awesome. It's been a really great experience. We were thinking about like, a, like, you know, 
bigger labels kind of thing or whatever because it's like we've been touring doing everything ourselves like i mean obviously it's dit like everyone's in it together um but doing everything ourselves like printing and booking and like you know sometimes you split it with the homies or in other bands and whatever but you know how it is i mean like uh to get to the point where you're like what does it look like to do the other thing uh, I'm really happy we are continuing this. Um, I mean, obviously, COVID too. There's no, we're not doing the road thing for a little while. Uh, yeah. But uh, yeah, so I think we definitely made the right decision. Oh, thanks. I, it's uh, I kind of just whenever I help release an album, I just kind of view myself as like an additional auxiliary band member, and like how can I yeah. make this more special in any way? On the cowbell, the tambourine. <laughs> yeah. I'm nodding my head like yeah. <laughs> just mugging, just mugging, dude. Like <laughs> yeah, of course. I was so happy when uh, when Adam asked, like you know, nice. I love your band. Yeah, I love you guys. Yeah, thank you. So, we love yeah. you too. Yeah, it's, uh, it's gonna be cool. The record's out tomorrow because this is will be up on Thursday again. Oh, well, yeah. this, uh, is, this is the future. I'm well, no, the this, is <laughs> this is the past. <laughs> We're currently. Wait, I wonder. Past. I wonder if I have anything to tell my future self. Like, <laughs> oh, dude. Wow, that's so heady, dude. Holy shit. <laughs> Don't eat the roast beef. It's been in there for a couple weeks. You can leave it, man. Someone yeah. poisons the coffee at eight a.m. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I will say on here, and we're, we're going to post about it, but if you did order vinyl, it's uh, they're not going out this week because the plant has not gotten the press to me. There was, we had a, and I'm glad we sent it back, but there was a thing with the test press, if you guys remember. Well, hey, okay. So uh, it should be out in. I'm, I'm glad we did that too. I'm glad we did the, you know. Yeah. 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 We waited so long to have this album out. We're not going to release it with a pop i mean we we, we recorded the album and scrapped it we're not like well dude not, I, we told <laughs> that's what i told the guy at the plant i was like because he's like oh they might not mind i was like i think they're gonna want to fix this <laughs> like, it's like it, 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 ha- it happened to fall on like the one truly quietest moment of the whole thing. Like, <laughs> it could have been cool if it, was it could have been cool dude yeah it actually could have been sick <laughs> Prepared oh, vinyl. The only pop that we want on the record is Sean Pop, dude. Oh, oh, dude. <laughs> yeah, dude, Connor. Wow. I miss you so much, Connor. I cannot I miss wait. you too. Yeah, you're like taunting, you're taunting us with your with your wit, dude. Why is that wit right next to me? <laughs> yeah, I'm pumped to. We're yeah, we're gonna live stream. Huh? We have to. Well, hopefully, someone. We'll say something about that by Thursday. I don't know, whatever. Maybe yeah. That's cool. I'm looking forward to that, too. Yeah. First time we're all going to be in the same room since this shit hit the fan. So it's going to be fucking... I don't think we've been together since... We played a show in Philly. We played Countdown for time. March 7th, dude. That was our show. That was March 7th? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that was our wow. show. Yeah. It's crazy. It's been six was that, that was the Countdown re- release show, right? That was the what? Countdown show, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. There, they're great. Just shout out to Countdown from yeah, 10. Countdown from 10. Yeah. yeah. Very cool band. Very nice people. Yeah. Yes. Awesome. All right. Well, let's let's wrap this up. I um, I will say I'm very excited for, for what we have to be released into the world finally mm-hmm. and done right. Everyone's happy about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Uh, yeah. If you didn't get final, um, you should get it. 
soon if you want to have a copy of it. <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> it we're getting red hot. Yeah, that's right. I suck at selling shit. I just I, <laughs> money. Everyone wake up. Money is fake. <laughs> the only thing to invest in is vinyl the vinyl economy <laughs> trader's world exactly <laughs> yeah well thanks everyone for all coming on and doing this, this is for sure yeah just, thank you Joe. thanks for having us yeah of course. very grateful yeah um grateful <laughs> mike's still this thing getting <laughs> Yeah. Um, so go go check out of what we have by the most. Anything else anyone wants to add before we wrap this? Um, we're the most. Um, we were, you are the yeah. That's that's a good point. Yeah, we're the most. Yeah. yeah we. Oh wait, ready? Thank we're you. We're the, the most. most. Oh, <laughs> no, do that again. Do that again. That was not very good. Are right, ready? Thank, Thank you. We're the, the most. most. Oh, that was okay. <laughs> I go fast, dude. Are you, are you the most? Anyway. You guys are lagging so much out on my phone. <laughs> lagging. <laughs> Thanks for everything, Joe. Okay. Thanks, Joe. Yeah. Right. Thank, Thank you, Joe. Joe. Thanks, Thanks for listening to this podcast. All right. Uh, hold on. Let's get, let's get, if we're going to talk about the album. Oh, I am. Smack though. that record button. <laughs> uh, I did. I hit record. Yeah, if oh. you're joining us. Uh, oh, yeah. We oh. Did. Oh, I ended no, up yeah. hanging out with the most for another 40 minutes, and then we started oh, no. talking, and I was like, we should just. I'm gonna hit record again. So, yeah. But uh, what were you nice. saying, Nick? So San Jose, we're out in um, California on tour, and we're like wrapping up the album. Like some of these tracks, like some have parts like, like where like, like my little solo thingy uh, is like from like 2016. But we were using our iPhones even just in the van to record certain acoustic guitar parts um that are like on in the background because like i don't know we thought way more about actual like sound and mixing in this record so it was like we're really aware of how like a shitty classical guitar makes everything sound better (laughs) so we just like had an iphone recording of that you know and fans have pretty good soundproofing on the inside yeah Yeah, i think i think a few few different tracks have it on there yeah that's awesome. I think, I think the, the only the only way that I'm in the last track uh, uh, in the form of is like on this like mini four string banjo tar ukulele thing that was in some music shop in like Coos Bay, Oregon. Like, and we like recorded me playing the melody like like quick like tremolo picking like that Nick is singing and like in the background there's like someone playing like like some blues thing that's just like it's way you just hear it in the recording but it's so deep in the like in the in the mix on that track that you can I can only really hear it if I have like my noise canceling headphones on and like I'm really listening for it but it is there it is in there it's really fun this whole record we really collaged a lot of different sounds I mean obviously the rhythm section um was like we were saying the whole like yeah like eight hours turned it out kind of thing yeah uh, so I, yeah i mean that was like we finished the last day of tour in philly in april uh, april of 2019 and then the very next day after the last day of tour we had like a marathon 11 hour recording session in this dude's house in glassberry falconberry shout out nate, nate falconberry is his great name. place to track that's the best uh, time to do it right after a tour. Yeah. Oh my God. And it made, yeah, it made a world's difference because like the takes we were getting on this, not even just the songs that we had hammered live on tour, 
but the songs that were coming together even the ones that were like, kind of were like new songs to us yeah that we hadn't really like actually played maybe right as a but we had a vibe we had like a vibe together already from yeah. being on the road that like it was it like think we think there were like unspoken things that just sort of came together oh, we broke we broke yeah you knew what you wanted i guess making it well yeah connor what you said before which i never considered but it makes perfect sense it's like your band live never sounded like what at once was like not in a yeah. negative way, but just uh, you were talking about mastering and like where you got this mastered and all that stuff. And um, it, it is more true to what the most is like a little more raw, a little more punk. Right. That's why like, I'm, I'm always, I'm always a little relieved when like, if someone's ever said like, Oh, like I, I, I loved at most. And I, I came to see like, check you guys out at playing once. live uh, at most <laughs> at once. Yeah. Like, <laughs> if someone uh, if someone like you know heard that recording and, and like saw that we were coming to town and like checked us out or something I'm, I'm always like a little relieved like if they if they you know if they liked it if if they said that you know i really dug that set i'm like thank god because it really sounds nothing like that record like we that's, yeah, i think that's one of the most like that record. things right it's i so know nice. right like, like i genuinely when people are like wow i've been listening to you guys for so long and like i finally saw you guys like and we're like wherever right. and people are like it was so sad. it's like okay cool. okay like, cool. no, there's no possible like, way that we sound like the recordings like no yeah. way and, well this no. is what i was talking about before too uh so i was talking about this at this guy at a wedding and he was in a band that's very very precise and they did extensive tracking and laid things down meticulously and took hours getting the perfect take and it's all spliced up and he was like i just wanted the song to be in its perfect form I wanted to have the idea be presented in its ideal form. And I think that that's, that's fantastic. And that's something that's so, you know, admirable to try to strive for, but that our music, I, I just think that our music does lend itself to be, to breathe a little bit more, you know, yeah, I mean, and, but we, we wanted our idea presented in, yeah. in the perfect form for us too. Like. Exactly. And that involves the live element. You know right. what I mean? Where Because that's the way subjective. it was composed. Because yeah. we wrote these songs. Like, yeah, the skeletons were all written individually. But we did. These songs all came to fruition with a group of seven musicians picking at them over a three-year period. You know? It, yeah. Playing together live. Playing on the road. Playing in front of people. Seeing people's reactions. Vicariously, seeing, vicariously experiencing the music through others' eyes. You know Partying I mean? with people. Making yeah. friends. <laughs> Also, like playing fr frequently, playing to a room, like playing to the room that you're playing in, and like we like a, a big thing that we like to focus on when we have like played live is like we always kind of are into being the quietest band, like that that play yeah. tonight, like get the quietest that we possibly can. You know what I mean? So like, like to really loud too, though. Really, also <laughs> very very loud. Yeah. There, there was there was like one gig we played at Gold Sounds, that place in Brooklyn. Yeah. yeah, and then the we I just I like watched a recording of a, a video of us playing that, and we were just so fucking loud, it was crazy. <laughs> like listening back to it, I was like, holy, we should all be deaf. Like that was insane how loud yeah. we were, you know. Yeah, but so, but, so we started. I think that's the thing about touring four piece too is like we did that first four piece tour that was like fairly fairly long, and January we, January of twenty eighteen. Yeah, and we just started, it yeah. was just, we were missing such a large element of our band and the music, 
the music was just music developed. adapted. Music it, adapted, yeah. It, yeah, and we were just looking for ways to, yeah, we, we really dug into that rhythm section sound and started our dynamics there. And then once we got back with the rest of the band, like the saxophone players like remarked on it. They like met up with us for a show later in that tour. And they were like, the dynamics are fucking amazing. We can hear ourselves play all of a sudden at certain yeah, points. Yeah. And, yeah. Like, and they're, they're also yeah. just such, they're both such great players that they just like hopped right into like doing that with us. Like, yeah. yes. They just like yeah. no, no I, adjustment I, curve at all. They just did it. Like, I have to say, Matt, Mike, and Nate, it is a testament to how great of musicians they are that they, that they can just come, they'll, they'll show up to a practice, like all three of them. Mike is very consistent. He'll play anything he can. Nate is a doctor and has his own thing going and he can play what he can play. And Matt is, Matt play, you know, come, we'll just show up and like, it's kind of, we never really like know Aragorn when he's going to show like, up. But he's like, like Strider from it, Lord of the Rings. Like, any of them, any time they, they come in, they just, they just know their parts and they play and they adapt to the music so well. Anything that we've done as a four piece that we've changed, they just roll with it. Yeah. They don't need, you know, it's the same case. We've all been friends for so long. So for them, it's like, uh, I got the vibe. I, it's that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, you're, oh, all, you're, the most. you're all musicians the most. too. Like, and that, it's weird to say that, but I think, now or like with things now it's easy to be a studio band like we were saying with like even the way you got to master it and like quantizing and everything gets a little more generic and if you want something organic like i think it's really interesting that your your sound changed when you were four piece because as musicians that's what you should do you shouldn't just play it the same and be like oh pieces are we should sectional you know what i mean like 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 sectional rehearsal like we're a big band they they do that they, yeah. they, our horn players have their own practices. And we, yeah. do, we, we do that. I mean, like, there was a, a lot of even writing for reintroduction where we did it without Adam, where we would just sit down with the horns. Or I've done sectionals with the horns before, or I know that you, you, you have, or yeah. at me, I don't know. I think the only actual, probably the only, I don't think you've played without any rhythm section players, Adam, with just the horns. That'd be probably the that only be arrangement of the most that we haven't tried. Yeah, like we play it, we play level, live like as and now at this point we've played I mean, I've played as solo the least before, you know, it's like not the most by any means. But then Connor and I toured as the most as a two piece, and then it was two with like two people from a different band, which was weird for us. And then it was four piece, then three piece. Yeah, most, that was Connor, crazy. Connor, Sean, and me. So just guitars and bass. For us, we toured like a week with no drums. Like I, It was so <laughs> fun. Yeah, like, yeah. Cause Connor didn't, nobody mentioned to any of these promoters that we didn't have a drummer and we would like roll into these gigs and the promoter would be like, okay, so where's the drummer? And we'd be like, Oh, we're three piece tonight. And they would, their jaw, they would just, you could see like them get disappointed all so of a like, sudden. But then we would play. Like, how's that going to work? Like, I know your yeah. music, the same thing with that whole, oh, I love that. Once like, how are, like, and then they see us live kind of thing. We're like, well, we don't even have our drummer. Let's see what you think this time. Yeah. Like, we're in like Idaho Falls or something, you know, and someone's yeah. like, finally, you're coming out this way. <laughs> And we're like, because it's like, I hope we don't disappoint. Like, okay. yeah, is, it, no. is, it, is it like play six, like play six shows without a drummer after like a few weeks of touring where like the three piece without a drummer will still be tight? We're just like drive home from like Oregon, yo. Like, yeah. you know, yeah. like, well, also like, like yeah. that novelty too, because they were like, I don't know, some people were like genuinely yeah. almost more into it because they're like, wow, that's a really rare experience to see a band in a weird form. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I felt like we were tight too. I think yeah, we were. I think we were tight. I think we pulled it off. So yeah, you know, 
Yeah, it's a, it's a it is almost like a collective vibe, a collective fan. Like it's interesting. Yeah. yeah. You hear the other like you're like that's when Adam does this part, but like he's not right. there. Like yeah. 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 Well, yeah. most people do strive for like a studio sound. In, right. I think in math rock too. Um, yeah, for sure. You, you know, so it's definitely cool, it's cool to not do that. You know. Yeah. Dude, it's all about punk rock at the end of the day. You know what I mean? We're all just punk, man. Math or post math or whatever. It's all punk. Post math. Holy shit. Yeah. Post math is just like the alphabet, dude. Like, I don't even know what comes after math. Grammar, dude. Grammar, dude. Yeah. Straight bebop, man. Calligraphy, dude. <laughs> um, dude, I've been listening to mad '90s punk bands. <laughs> dude, they do some nappy <laughs> shit, like like bands like Paracat and Jawbox dude, and like yeah. fucking Hell yeah, uh, Medications is a band I've gotten into really into lately. Valley of Magellan. Like, that's a band. Frozen <laughs> <It's laughs> right right Valley of Magellan. <laughs> Valley of Magellan, yeah. <laughs> Duster Valley of Magellan, dude, yes, yeah. Shellac, dude. Fucking yeah. You guys like, fuck with Q and not you. That's like so yeah, much, so much, man. I yeah, so recently much. been listening to them a lot. Yeah, they're great. It's well, that I, Jawbox radio on Spotify. I I think when when music becomes popular, like when a sect of music becomes popular, it gets a little. People aspire to be things, but then it gets like derivative where they directly rip it. And like in in the process, it loses its teeth usually. Where it's like you're not getting that same like visceral like fuck yeah this rocks it's just like yeah things change i think yeah for sure i think like in a way we're kind of i'm I'm really that's just part of this record that's like it's all feels like almost with that once it was like it was so clean in this way um through through the mastering right we didn't actually talk about that while we were recording but like through the mastering we just switched up mastering and i think like that one sounds very clean and that's nice but then like live were very raw and i think that rawness translated in the mastering for this time around too not like i don't mean raw by being like messy or anything no, definitely not. Sarah, sarah register right yeah yeah sarah register great did a great job was that your doorbell yeah it was my doorbell yeah so many, that, was, that was your doorbell Get him on the podcast dude well, who is it <laughs> uh, it's, it's, uh, it's probably somebody dropping off food for my roommates oh. get him in here yeah <laughs> <laughs> No, it's, we're in pandemic times. We don't. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, 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 we're not. Mastering is essential and like very overlooked. And I really, it's funny because Adam, you were saying like the same thing, but like I didn't really think, I just had like a person I went to or like the mix person mixing it usually has a person that they like going to, but like it, it makes it there. It's like the last step. I think of it like, and this might be kind of dumb, but like mixing is like, the haircut and then like mastering is how you would style it kind of yes yeah. definitely right. yeah. it's so it's so hard to like actually accurately yeah. describe what what mastering, mastering is. is yeah <laughs> how there if you even google it like what is mastering it's all vague it's just like oh Dude, i took like a mastering analogies. It's like, a couple it's like, classes and it was always like that. It's like people are like, you know, it's like cooking. And when like you have a Le Creuset and you like make the, the seasoning on the custard. Yeah, and, but it's like what you said. It's how you present it. Really. There's like no technical way to describe it. Yeah. yeah. It only can only be described through an analogy. Yeah. 
It's like World War II. Like it's witchcraft. <laughs> it's witchcraft. Yeah. Well, whatever she did, whatever voodoo. Adam broke out. Wow. <laughs> That's what it looks well, like. That's what it's it looks so funny. funny. Yeah, that's it's so funny. Can we, oh, can we all freeze? Everybody freeze. He's Everybody saying freeze. the word vo- voodoo. <laughs> <laughs> Dude. Oh, we lost him. I wonder what he's saying. Or it's, like when, it's like when someone floats off into space. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> you know that Rick and Morty episode, Connor, that we laughed at really hard one time where they make the androids and... Uh, oh, yeah. yeah <laughs> He's like, I want to run. I want to dance. I want to. <laughs> I like. My God. Like resets. Yeah. He's oh, he's broken. gone. We're looking at his like tombstone. It's like he's like hard gone. Oh, oh shit. Oh. <laughs> Dude, he was banished. Dude. Poor guy. I think he was um, gonna say whatever voodoo the master engineer. What was their name again? Sarah, Sarah Register. Register. Yeah. Sarah Register. Jakes. They did Palm yeah. and like a bunch of uh, what other bands? Um, Big Thief. Yeah, big thief. Yeah, big thief. Yeah, yeah. really so, great job. Yeah, incredible, really, really awesome job. It, yeah, it kind of, I guess, brought it to life for everyone. I'm curious. I think, well, I, it, that was a cool story too because we we had gone, we, we tried to go to Hibakadri, right. and there was some crazy thing where some guy, one of her assistants, was uh, masquerading as like, like taking on um, taking on clients and pretending to be her, and and, and taking like, the money, yeah, taking the money, and he got he got caught, and, and she, hit he was I I think had responded to us because we had we were ready to go to her, and um, we got an email back explaining it. we're talking about Adam had just returned to us. We're oh, about, he uh, he McCadry. yeah, he yeah. Oh man, yeah, I forgot That's about weird. this whole thing and, that happened. And, she, and then so so she had so much back work working through whatever crazy bullshit that guy put her through that she recommended us to Sarah register. And we looked into her, you know, repertoire and we were like, okay, well this is awesome stuff. And she ended up being a great person to, you know, to go to. Yeah. Yeah. And just mixing as well, having Sam doing some more mixing, um, like, yeah, we we went to the school together. So Matt, like Sam and I were like, really, I don't know. We were, friends as like you know studying in the same sam skinner we're talking about yeah sam skinner um studying like producer like like your band's producer or whatever Uh, no that's that's james actually he's he's credited as a uh, a mixed consultant on our yeah yeah sam skinner yep but james falco did um the 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 heavy lifting of mixing on this album um so he really yeah he really just did that and then we gave it to sam and was like we want a second set of ears on this. Um, anything you have, if you, I wanted to give him like, I wanted to put him in the driver's seat, like have the session files and do whatever you think is going to sound good. Like do shit. You know what I mean? Like, don't just give me like, we don't, I don't want, I, I don't even want notes. I just want you to like do, do the work. You know, yeah, I, mean? I just think like we really trust his ears. So it's, yeah, we really it's trust him. Yeah. Almost in how mastering, like, you get this third-person perspective. I think it was cool to get that. Because, like, James is pretty much our our other member, apart from you, Joe. Our, he's our <laughs> other member. 
you know, he's always been like producing with us and he's, like he's on, on the road with us. With us. Like, and, times, yeah. You know, we've been in bands with him. And, and, and you know, and shout out to Perspective of Lovely Andehold. He's the bass player yeah. of Perspective of Lovely Andehold. And yeah. oh, cool. Those those dudes are uh, awesome. They're yeah. great friends of ours. Damn. Damn. Great. Damn. With them a lot and love their. You know, James is a great addition to that band, and it, it's you know it's been fantastic that you know we've gotten to travel so much with them and him. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But Sam Skinner again. Um, he plays it. He he's one of the guitar players in Pinegrove. Um, oh, okay, cool. Yeah. But we but we go. They go. They went to school together. Nick and Connor went to school with Sam. So yeah. Um, really trust his ears, and he and he just did a few things, a few really simple things to the songs. But they they like, they were sick. <laughs> they were really sick. You know, like. I'm like so amped up on the album. I'm gonna put it on when we end the podcast. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sure, yeah. sure, please. Yeah. Fuck yeah. All right, I do have to head out now, though, for real. So I'm okay. glad able to talk a little bit more. And, and also, yeah, yeah, for sure. yeah, yeah. Thanks for getting and going. Sometimes like people don't like you don't talk about your own shit. Sometimes you know what I mean. Like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it was cool to just talk. <laughs> yeah. Talk yeah, shop. Sure. Talk yeah, shop. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. All right, cool. All right, dude. Awesome. All right, man. Yeah. Thanks again.